1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find
2: out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: Hello. This
2: is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love?
1: Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do, 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 do.
3: Exciting and Go online mm. They're catfishing you Shocker Beyoncé.
1: Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown 90 day Beyoncé. Marrying someone you've only met
3: on your phone a French or Chinese, a brand new K one visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's ninety day gate. Go. Let's love.
2: So we've come to the long end. We've come to the end of the long dark hallway. It's <laughs> end. Just like your asshole. <laughs> no, that doesn't have an ending. Um, <laughs> and as Kyle from Cray Cray says, now that it's over, the healing can begin.
1: Um, wow. Wow. Um. I don't know about what, the healing. I know what? about...
2: Ooh. What is your... Say, you know, we're only on the part one of
1: this. By
2: the way, y'all, this is ninety day gaze. This is hey. This is happily ever after.
1: Happy ever. Hey, this is season five. uh, Tell all part one because they're gonna have three fucking parts to this.
2: (laughs) And what's better than uh, what's better than complete television without good content? Let's
1: do three parts. It's true. Uh, and, like I, Poodle say, has said, I often put makeup on myself or other people to soothe people. And let's just say I have four coats of lip gloss on right now, my black honey, $50. because I need to self soothe.
2: I, I self soothe, thank um, potatoes. Um, so, what, what is this part? Well, let me, we can only judge part one. First of all, big news, biggest news. Um, do we do any announcements? Or we should make we should make some announcements before we jump in. You're it.
1: crazy. You need to get fucked.
2: <laughs> I think it's gonna happen soon. I'm I'm going we're 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 talking about our COVID tests.
1: Are you gonna do it after I leave after I come next week and then go back?
2: Uh no, probably before. Um, and then I'll get a COVID test. I'll get the COVID test before.
1: What are you gonna do?
2: Uh, it'll probably take out a city block. <laughs> <laughs> Someone goes, Dio, f- <laughs> <laughs> meal like, That's not the voice I make, but it might be.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't fuck with your microphone.
1: Um, well, I guess we do have an announcement of First off, um, y- y'all, we're not dead. All of you started coming at us thinking we were dead today. Or I think you thought maybe my dad died or something like that. I
2: uh, I, I, I don't know. I've been <laughs> I've been doing uh Yom Kippur services, so I've been kind of occupied. Um and and there's a lot of services. Uh so I, my brain's been elsewhere. Um I'm I, I guess it's good that if I'm away for a couple of days, someone will come for me. <laughs> They'll find our dead bodies. Yeah. And um, ooh, here, you tell them, I want to get my Diet Coke right there.
1: Okay. And so, uh, anyway, so poodle I was busy with my dad because, just so, because all of you have asked, my father's leaving the hospital tomorrow. So we're very excited about Yay! that. So, but it just kept us busy. And so we, we realized at the last minute, we were like, we can't do Darcy and Stacey on Sunday night. Yeah. And apparently... That freaked y'all the fuck out because <laughs> we have a lot of sissies with PTSD. They're like, "Wow, it was very sweet. We're laughing about it. But very sweet. So the announcement is thank you for bearing with us Um in all of this. Sometimes things might be a day late or whatever, or like our, for our gay we're not, we're not able to do a live this week. We're going to do it next week. Cause I'm coming back into LA for about four or five the days YouTube to live. do stuff. Yeah. The YouTube live. So we will won't let things. Nothing's dropping away. Just some things might not happen yeah, at the yeah, same. A
2: happen a little later and happen out of time. Out um, of
1: time. We're doing
2: our best. This remember that movie with Justin Timberlake when he was trying to be dramatic and they had like a time thing on their wrist.
1: Wasn't good.
2: It was not good. <laughs> it's
1: not good. He um, should stick to singing. No, it's not. So um, it'll get easier, though, for things being late because now that we're out of the hospital, I won't have to be at the hospital at weird times so Poodle and I can do stuff. By the way, we had a friend. Um, I don't think they listened, but our friend, my brother's good friends, Michael and Rebecca, that um, they did a barbecue for us last night. And they're like, come and just get out of the hospital and everything. So she made a home cooked, home-cooked Mexican meal. It was great. And I swear I met your 14-year-old self. Because, yes, their daughter was so fun and so (laughs) sassy and so like just, I mean, y'all come at us if your kids are smarter than you and they keep reminding you of that because that was their daughter. And then I was like, who does she remind me of? And then she said have you met any celebrities? And I said, not really, no. And then she said, oh my God, have you met Timothy Chalamet? Cause he's my favorite actor. Cause Call Me By My, your name is my favorite movie ever, ever. And then I told her, I said, well, I did once have lunch on Larchmont and Army Hammer was sitting beside me. And she clasped her hands over her mouth and went, ah! <laughs> and then ran to her room screaming and ran back and pulled out her candle that was called her Timothy Chalamet candle. And I went, This is Jake I, Anthony as a teenager. If I would
2: have, I would have been a teenager, Timothy Timothy Chalamet, because he's so thoughtful and he's so artistic, I would have I, I he would have been it for me.
1: Oh oh, he's it for you practically now. Um,
2: I think he's very talented. Um but, but when I saw Call Me by Your Name, um, I was like I want a grad student from Italy and some bitch when I was seeing it with me, you'd be the old one. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not like that. Like you'd be, you'd be like the army hammer getting the younger kid.
1: I saw that movie. I think the second time with you and you went, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. That movie is so beautiful and evocative. Anyway. So I think that's our only.
2: Well, the bike race is going to come next week. Oh yes, the, bicurious the bicurious. normally comes the first Friday. We did four fucking Bicurious's last month because we didn't have Love After Lockup, but the bicurious is going to come next week, mostly because there's nothing on. Also because uh we're like fucking strapped. We're strapped so up. uh yeah.
1: We don't and even this- know what we're going to do, do
2: we? No, this tell all has like eaten my soul. Um,
1: the best uh, thing about this talent this tell all is how amazing Sean fucking Robinson looks.
2: You know what? She looked really good. She um, did. She and she tried her best to handle everything, but I feel like oh okay, what's let's talk about the tell all now. Um, yeah. In one word, what do you think about this tell all? <sighs> Useless. Okay. What's your word? I think I said uncompelling or non-compelling. There was there was no energy level that went up. Everything felt like it was at a... There was so much crosstalk between the couples. There was not a straightforward... like There, there was like crosstalk of Palooza in the beginning before we started talking about Libby and Andre. But then when they started to bring people around, there was nothing new. Well,
1: there was... Yeah, that's what I meant Everything
2: by- was like, was what we were retreading everything in the past.
1: Yes, it was. That's why I said by useless, because as a... As, you know, both of us have, but as somebody that's, like, try to pitch and produce reality shows and things like that, if I did it, if I produced a tell-all, I would want it to move the story in some way. And this was useless. It didn't well, move anything.
2: I feel like, too, and I'm not... I'm not hitting Sean Robinson for this, but there was, I don't, maybe it was the question she was being given. There was nothing that was incisive questioning for her.
1: this time. I I know we like her more than most, and maybe that was her, but I, I I really just, cause I know, like we've talked before, I mean, the Purdue, but yes, she was asking, but the producers produced, y'all, they produce exactly the kind of beats they want. And these type of questions, and they're like, okay, we're going to ask this, and Angela will kind of give us this type of answer, and right. da da da. And they beat it out, mm-hmm. and um, kind of like Piano Cat at eleven eleven on every Wednesday night, he beats it out. Uh, more like every night that ends in Y.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> but that, oh yeah. so, yes, that probably was on Sean Rock because normally I feel like. But some of the follow-up questions were better, but the leading questions were terrible. Awful, And yeah. those were producer questions.
2: Um, the follow-up questions were better, but she still did not oh, go yeah.
1: in for anyone. No. Like, my main thing is, and I tweeted about this, and people were like, <clears throat> I have, it was one of the most retweeted and liked tweets I'd ever done. Um, and I basically said, how come nobody's coming for Libby's piece of shit family? In this tell all.
2: Well, and I, that I think has to do so, with something like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe, maybe that was her stipulation. You can't come for my family. I, or did they, maybe they
1: wouldn't do it otherwise. Or maybe they sold Matt Sharp a house. I mean, maybe. what the fuck? Um, you know, like, to me, it's not, I know we're not talking about the past, but. You can't talk about such a literally this family is talking about wanting to know his history, potentially they think criminal history and they're criminals like
2: Well the cast came for him. Came for them.
1: A little uh, bit.
0: But a little she, bit. She
2: she did not because she's the voice of the producer, oh, we have to assume.
1: Yes, but and then Casca came. Anyway, I just thought I was I don't mean to jump around. I know we'll get to their section later, but um
2: I I found it remarkable because of the abuse allegations that they decided not to have Paul and Creamy on.
1: I, I was shocked by that. Remarkable. Shocked uh, by
2: um, that. I I when it said that it said Paul and Creamy can't join us, and I I went, oh, they actually took a stand. Now we don't know if it's just that they're not together or maybe they won't even be on the same. They Maybe they won't even be on screen together. That may be an option <clears throat> because I don't want to see fucking Paul without Karini. And I definitely don't want to see Karini without Paul.
1: I think if they uh, had just Paul, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable covering him after all. That's this. the thing. Yeah. The
2: same thing with Karini because there wouldn't be anything to ask. No. Yeah. So I i was I was shocked, though.
1: Um, Boy, real life fucks things up. I know. Paul's an asshole, Libby's a shit, and Larissa's not on 90 Day Fiance anymore.
2: <laughs> That's the other big news, you guys, because of a contract. Um, she was doing something with Cam Soda, which I assume is some kind of cam girl site, just by the name. Um, and mm. I like it how I, I think I... I put this in the Sissy Squad. Jeffrey, like, DV feigned domestic violence, like, everywhere. Paul, complete, like, abuser as well. Colt, gaslighter in chief. All these people, they're fine.
1: Well, no, no, no. All these men, let's say that.
2: Well, that's true. All you have to do is break a con or have a contract competition, and then you're gone. So it just tells you we don't have any morals or ethics. It's just legal for us. End of end of sentence. Period. Poodle out. That's what I say on Cameo. Poodle out. But that tells you it's all about legal for them. It's all about insurance. Who they can insure and who they can't. Which sucks. Well, all right. It's true.
1: Yeah, well, we've all had our run-ins with that, I'm sure.
2: Um, So uh, let's just talk a little bit about... Anyway, you're exactly right. This tell-all left a lot to be desired.
1: Yeah, I agree with you as well. Um,
2: so we, we kind of get into... There's a little bit of just like uh, cross-talk of Palooza where everyone's kind of throwing things out. We see Andrew... Andrew... Andre doing um, clap push-ups, which made my dick move.
1: Um, Um, Y'all, clap push-ups are not easy. No, they are not. When I've tried to do them, I fall on my face. When you do them, you go, ready, let's go. (laughs) That's true. And I usually do them on my knees. There you go. With a dick in my mouth.
2: I was gonna say, like you do most other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Larissa's big huge honkers are out. I don't get the combination of braids with big boobies. Um, I'd
1: much rather her normal hair. Maybe she hadn't watched it. I don't know. She kinda looked like a sluttier and I mean this in a sex positive way, but a sluttier pippy long stocking, like pippy fuck stocking. Yeah
2: yeah the brazilian pippi
1: longstocking pippi fox Stocking is coming into your mouth <laughs> anyway uh pippi longstocking is weird i don't get that character
2: i didn't grow up with her i was kind of freaked yeah. out by
1: it. mormons i don't know who
2: does I think we should not go here because people are going to come for us about this because I'm sure she's beloved somehow.
1: Come at us if Pippi Longstocking was your favorite.
2: Um, I always get her and the Wendy's girl mixed up.
1: Uh, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> and I'd much better prefer the Wendy. Wendy's Wendy
1: because she's got fucking burgers. What happened to the Wendy's girl in the commercials?
2: Uh, I don't know. I think the Wendy's, like, the Wendy's, the Wendy's like... Uh, uh, logo is still around. It's still a red-haired girl. I know,
1: but th- that Wendy's girl, she's not even. She wasn't even a real redhead.
0: Oh, <gasps>
1: really? Yeah. Who knew? Well, you did, obviously. Uh, oh, no. So
2: Kalani is basically saying that she and Asuelu have not been talking. She doesn't know if he's going to show up. Yep. Um, Tania's looking gorgeous in a blue dress.
1: Shoot, I- I'm so upset about Tania in this tell-all.
2: Um. I'd also like to say that in the entire part of uh, of part one of this tell all, I found myself agreeing with Tania every time she spoke.
1: That's why I'm, I'm upset. not
2: happy about it.
1: I'm not Maybe happy about it. was misplaced. I even agreed some with motherfucking Debbie.
2: Oh, don't get me started. I, I don't learned get me like started. my fucking eyes out. Because Mother Debbie nailed everyone in the best possible way.
1: She really did. She really did. And I went, oh, God, is that what I'm going to end up being?
2: I feel like, though, they're both of them. only see their story as opposite from everything else. And they can't be subjective about, they can't be objective about their own story for everyone else though. They've got perfectly great opinions, both her and Colt.
1: No, that's true. They do. Yeah. They don't don't see themselves at all. You're right.
2: Yeah. I don't like it because they, they, they have no perspective, but they're smart. Both of them are smart.
1: They are. But as you say, they are the hero of their story. Oh, totally. Totally. So um, that's one of the best things you said that and use your left hand for the balls. It matters. (laughs) It does matter. (laughs) You got to two hand them. You got to know
2: when to two hand them, know when to jerk them, know when to walk away, know when to blow. (laughs) (laughs) That's my version of the gambler.
1: There'll be time for sure. enough for resting when the coming's done.
2: <laughs> I hope I just ruined Kenny Rogers for about half of you out there.
1: Uh,
2: Rip Kenny Rogers.
1: Rip Kenny Rogers. So, um, okay. So, um. Uh, yeah, we kind of see that. So, Tania does look good. Um, They're not even sure about themselves as a couple right now. Yeah, Michael, that's what he says. Michael says that they filed a spousal visa and um, they're just kind of waiting. Angela's wearing a mask because if she has a tooth, an abscess tooth,
2: um, and that's the new Frank McCourt uh, uh, memoir, Angela's abscesses.
1: <laughs> well, maybe that'll make her stop smoking because you can't smoke when you have an abscess.
2: I will say, I don't know if it's like she got her tooth knocked out, but you could hear her having problems speaking. Um, you, you know who she, she sounded
1: like? You know who she, What? You know who she sounded like? Who? Hey, Pooing Granny! Hey, everybody! I suck so many dicks. I don't even have my teeth in my mouth anymore. Okay.
2: She did not sound like porn. Cause grand. I'm hungry. I suck
1: some dicks. We are hungry. I suck a dick and then I come back for more. <laughs> I will say
2: she looked like what's her name from Drag Race when she didn't know the words she lip synced. <laughs> oh, um, oh. Uh, oh, not God. Tatiana. Uh, Valentina. She looked like Valentina
1: the whole time. <laughs> she did. Or as you said, you said earlier in our Darcy and Stacey episode, she looked like... Um,
2: I said Mushmouth, but Mushmouth is not correct. It's the one with the thing over his head. Um, oh,
1: kind of like Cobra Commander when he would wear his fancy outfit. Yes,
0: Cobra Commander. Yeah! yeah. I, I, Come on, I will suck your dick. (laughs) G.I. Joe.
2: Y'all, Cobra Commander was a fucking homo. And if you think Cobra Commander ever put his dick in a pussy,
1: you're incorrect. He did not. That was a
2: whole terrorist organization run by a mincing, prancing fairy. (laughs) I do. I will have you in my clutches. <sighs> they really do make
1: villains very homosexual. Oh yeah, like the Purple Pie Man and Strawberry Shortcake. Oh, he was like fucking himself with pie rolls. Pie I don't rolling. remember him. You don't remember the Purple Pie Man from Strawberry no. Shortcake? No. Oh, he was gay.
2: Uh, I don't think I watched a lot of Strawberry Shortcake.
1: Me neither.
2: <laughs> I watched a lot of Rainbow Bright and a lot of Care Bears, but I never got around to Strawberry Shortcake. Who was the
1: gay villain in Stra- Rainbow Bright? Was it the Grape Man? Lurky, or? Lurky,
2: but he wasn't really gay. Uh, the first, the first kind of good. There was some good shade here, you guys. Um, so Colt starts talking to Jazz.
1: Hey, Jazz. She goes, "Shut up! I don't talk with you." It's. <laughs> she was just like she was. <sighs> I think we've learned if there's a theme, uh, Brazilian women, women in, at least from 90 Day and Tell Alls, just yell at people. <laughs> and you were it's right. True. I just want to reiterate uh, or clarify <laughs> again, reiterate. Um, Mother, you said, and it's true, Mother Debbie's hair did look like the warden of a women's prison. <laughs> okay. Just clarify. It froze earlier. And I just want to clarify because. When you're good to Debbie, Debbie's good to you. Just kidding, Pee Wee.
2: That's the tag. <laughs>
1: um.
2: Uh. Someone put later on that that Debbie would have looked great in like a a rap video uh, or, or a rappers montage. <laughs> that that red blouse, yes, that kind of shirt. Um, it's accurate. So, uh, so, uh, Jess says, The devil dresses in red. And Larissa's
1: like,
3: Yes!
1: <laughs> yeah. And then Debbie's like, I'm glad he, I'm glad he jumped you. I'm glad they're in a club and they're so angry that he dropped them. And then Larissa just says, Shut up, you bitchy. Says, Yes, yeah, leave us alone. You have no morals, bitch. Now, I
2: will say if they both, both Jess and Larissa could have taken the high road here and they wouldn't have fared like Colt and Debbie do for fandom. But both of them in this first part, they went for the lowest, lowest hanging fruit. They did. And it's a shame because I'm a Jess. Now I'm a Jess fan. Especially like, good morning, my deke. <laughs> good afternoon, My deke. Good night, my deke. I love that. But she just, she knew, and she was using that same material. She's trying to get famous too, which pisses me off.
1: Um, because mean-
2: cars are trash. Yeah. But if you go to trash level, you never get to rise above.
1: Never. You just, yep. you guys, you just can't do it. Mainly... I want to say because it's not the right thing to do, but moreover, you won't fuck it to them as much.
2: No, that's the problem. Like, you don't, you come out like a loser,
1: unfortunately. And to me, both Larissa and Eric, who never said a word, Eric never time. said a word. He just drank out of that giant water bottle,
2: <laughs> out of that water jug.
1: <laughs> what? Poodle, what would Mother Poodle have said if she was Jess or Larissa? Uh,
2: She would have said, as she said to me on the phone tonight, well, I'm a good person. I don't talk about people like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a good person. I guess that's why I'm a good person. I don't don't say things like that. (laughs)
1: You know, if anybody could destroy Debbie, I think it's Mother Poodle. It's probably Mother Poodle. Um, so, yeah, they. <laughs> it, this was all – some people like this. I don't like this kind of yelling, Jerry Springer talking over yeah. it, but it gets us nowhere. It's pointless. I hate it.
2: It's not for me. Um, Andre does say, um, why are you uh, – why, why are you uh, playing? What is it? Playing with women? Is that what it is? Andre asks her uh, or something. Why are you playing with these people? Why are you? Or something like that. And then she, he comes for Larissa saying, why do you want to look like that? And she's like, at least I have a jobby, which she, she's read on some 90 day side. that He doesn't have a job. Um, and we're then going to talk about him, him being man of the house and having a job
1: later. And then Libby, Said, well, you're just a hooker.
2: She did say that, and that is not no, she's a stripper. stripper. And Larissa
1: is not a stripper. No. Definitely not. And you know she's
2: what? She's a cam girl,
1: which is very different. She's a cam girl. And you know what? A cam girls still make their own fucking money.
2: And you know what? They're the boss of her own bodies. Oh, crrr. yeah. So suck it, Libby. You know what? If I had to say a loser of this tell-all, even more so than Colt, it was Libby. Libby came off looking like a dumbass.
1: Yeah, she did.
2: She really did. Let's. Um, we'll get to her in just a second. I think we're almost there. Um, Larissa basically says she's getting a Brazilian butt lift, liposuction, and tummy tuck later on. Um, and she says that she, everything she's doing is for her kids and and then debbie says the best day of my life was when i had colt unlike you larissa so they kind of go at go at each other
1: and then she goes after her and, she, and then my favorite part is that larissa calls debbie a colt cuckold
2: <laughs> no that's um uh uh he she calls that's not that's not accurate um <laughs>
1: uh, she called someone a cuckold, and I loved she it. She called Colt the cuckold. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah, that's a guy. But I yeah. still enjoyed it. And then Debbie said, I'm not going to shelter. She was calling him fat. I don't understand what's going on here. I'm not going to do that. that. You're fatter. She's like, she's like, you're fatter than you have ever been. <laughs> and I'm like, Debbie, you just said early, you just insulted them early, like two minutes earlier. But whatever.
2: I I,
1: I hate I, this shit.
2: I hate this third grade shit and i don't even want to talk about it
1: let's move on
2: let's let's move on to libby and andre and let's rehash more um so they are trying not to argue and staying home and uh and sean robinson this is definitely a producer question have you been looking for work because this is almost to make make libby and all his her family mad and uh, and, I say, and I just say, so he's taking care of the kid. Yeah. Uh, which I don't have a problem with. Uh, I, and this is completely separate from how they feel about it, but everyone on the show seemed to laugh about it. Like, it's like, he's not really a man if he doesn't have a real job, if he's taking, if he's a Mr. Mom, if he's the primary caretaker of the kid, they're all laughing about it. And yes, I do think it's, I I I think it's obnoxious that he's like, oh, I'm I'm the man with my last decision with a decision. I feel like though that's those things are two separate items. His misogyny, yes. His like uh sexism, yes. But the fact that he wants to take want to be the primary caretaker of the child, that's not. That's fine if yeah. he wants to do it.
1: And even Debbie said, yeah, sure. Take care of the kid if you want. Well, again, the two people that really kind of defended Andre were Debbie and Tania started talking about gender roles, and I was here for it.
2: And I was here for it, because Tania, y'all, hold on. I I might Ralph when I say this. Tania. Tania. Tania was the most cogent person in tell all tonight.
1: Now, granted, she didn't talk about herself at all. No, that's going to be later. Again, um, Tania is someone who I think, well, she has much more self-awareness. But yeah, so she really, um, I mean, because she, she really brought it. She was like, I don't even know what the man of the house is supposed to be. We're like, going to get to that. Yeah. Because, oh. you know, they talked a little bit about Kalani and Aswalu and what the man of the house is. But he's a boy. So it's yes. not like we're, you know. And and Tini brought up a good point. Like, I think this is for everybody. If you're in a relationship and she's like, you need to figure out what the male and female roles or whatever that is. They need to figure that out. And they need to have that conversation together. Because she called it. It's like they don't ever, Libby and Andre don't ever talk about anything. They just kind what? of exist and then fight about it.
2: I agree with this and I'm going to completely put this blame on Libby Um, because Libby loves it that he's all chauvinist because she gets off on his like hyper masculine thing. Yeah. She secretly loves it and does not want to change it. And she also gets off in a weird way about him. The idea that he's taking care of the kid.
1: And I think thirdly, she gets off of. I think she actually likes it that her family hates him. I agree. She'll because she hates her family, but she'll never stand up to them because she wants their money.
2: It's a weird power dynamic because she that way she has power over him, even though in a normal way he has power in her in her like kind of psychosexual way he has power over her, and he's the man, and she needs that in their romantic relationship. However, in their kind of like, uh, their sociological relationship, she needs to be in charge. Yeah. And she needs to be, quote unquote, better than him. And that's the problem with the entire fucking family, is they need to feel better than Andre. Yep. That's the whole thing about peasant food. And um, anyway. Um, so. Uh, Where am I? Where am, where am I? <laughs> there it is. Okay. Um, so they're talking about gender roles. Uh, uh. Colt says, you just need to pick which one you want, man. Blah, blah, blah. And I just wrote, this description is stupid. Who's the man of the house? It sounds like a question from the newlywed game. They're like, what's the weirdest place you've made Whoopi? Who's the man of the house? It just... I, I don't want to go after the format of this tell-all, but it was it was a piece of shit. That's one of the biggest problems: It was weird. You, you could have done this tell-all in a really incisive way. You, even, even when people know your questions are coming, you can you can edit it, you can produce it in a way that is compelling. This, as I said before, at the very beginning, was non-compelling. It was a snooze fest boring 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 as waiting for government says
1: it was it was it was um because colt's talking like well you can't choose you can't choose like to either take care of the kid or be the man of the house and that's where people are like uh like you said those are two different things and so and libby was like well then what am i if i'm the breadwinner and then um Sean Robinson. She asked everyone. That's when she asked everybody to raise their hand, right? Uh, Yeah. Who's the breadwinner? Who's the breadwinner? And she said, "Wait a minute. No one raised their hand for Colton, Debbie. However, y'all, if you zoomed in, you saw I make all the money in this house, right, Mom?" I've killed so many people they're never going to find me.
0: <laughs>
1: That's right, Kiwi. You're my one and only best son.
0: We're never going to tell a coat where we buried that gold. Ever. And what we did with those two truckers. No one will ever know.
1: You did weird stuff with their butts just for fun. That was freaky. Maybe. <laughs> just so I want to make sure everybody saw
2: that part. That was Pee Wee the Moe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, oh, God, I can't believe we have to fucking talk about these people. Let's do it as quickly <sighs> as possible. I want to spend the least amount of time talking about fucking Jen, Chuck, and Charlie.
1: You know what? Um, and I do, too. But before we do that, we should probably take a commercial.
2: by our Song Finch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today.
1: Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary,
2: or even a mother poodle birthday gift,
1: or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of SongFinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever.
2: something in CBS and thought 500 pack of ibuprofen tablets. Why would I ever use that many? And then you turn like 35 and you're like, sure. And then 40, you're like, why not? <laughs> anyway, I said, um, my back is killing me from standing up on the piano the whole t- or sitting at the piano the whole time and on camera. And Matt said,
1: I said, I was on camera the whole time. Oh, and I said, well, you're used to that, but usually you're wearing a pig mask.
2: <laughs> and I said, no, it's the V for Vendetta mask.
1: It's true. Golly, um, aren't we grateful for that? I am grateful for science after this has seen all what drugs do. And by the way, shout out to our nurse warriors, because I always love you. But good God, those just wrote their ass off. I agree. How did you just segue into that? Because you were talking about ibuprofen, and this, I thought, how grateful I am for science for drugs. Isn't it amazing? Oh. You can take ibuprofen, and it just goes away. Or like when you're talking too much, I can just take a Xanax, and you go away. <laughs>
2: That's amazing. Um, I'm always on Xanax. You're and you're always screaming at me to take my CBD.
1: I bet you haven't been taking it while I've been gone, have you? Maybe. Anyway, shout out nursing warriors and care and nurse techs. Let's go. They're the best.
2: Um I'll never forget when that hospice nurse came at me about that Terry Shavo joke.
1: <laughs> she did.
2: And she did it better than me. She did.
1: Um anyway, so let's so talk about this fucking family.
2: Jen, Charlie and Chuck. Uh Jen's like he's very aggressive. First of all, okay. So Charlie and Chuck are in the same place. It looks like some kind of laundry room of one of their houses. I don't know what's going on.
1: And Jen Jen
2: is in what I would only call some type of like Pier 1 or
1: Cost Plus World Market styled. Nope, nope. And I know this because I love their catalog. It's the Restoration, Restoration Hardware Showroom that's where she oh is oh my god it it's go- so awful it, i, I kind of thought it was gorgeous actually <laughs> but um you're a basic as fuck it was so pretty and it was well lit and it was in front of window and there's that beautiful table and she's horrible
2: but like those like those glasses looked like they were like pier one or cost plus
1: probably i think pier one um, out of business now
2: There was also, it was just plates. There was no table setting. It was weird. That was weird, yes. The whole thing was strange. And I feel like she wanted people to think like she had a really nice house.
1: I don't really like plates on a table as a table setting because I feel like if there's a plate on the table, there should be food there. I agree. That's what
2: most people think. Like just
1: have a clean, pretty table with like, you know, it's fall. Put some cornucopias in the middle. Not everyone wants to do that. Not everyone celebrates fall like I you do. I will say we had a we had a front come in, and so today it's like it's cool and smells brisky, like and like wood, and it feels like fall. Brisky is not a word. It's brisky. Okay. I'm gonna get a fall candle, <laughs> and when I go live with my dad for two months, I'm just gonna say it's fall. Oh God, someone help me!
2: <laughs> it's gonna be like fucking Oklahoma Grey Gardens in there.
1: Oh, it's true. Um,
2: so uh they they basically show up Jen's like he's aggressive he's cold he's got a cold heart he doesn't he doesn't give us a chance and then Libby just completely throws her husband under the uh-huh. bus and says yeah I agree
1: I agree with everything she says
2: I'm sorry you guys I don't think you have to I don't think you have to support your 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 kind of your significant other in everything but if your sister comes at if I, if I was dating someone and or or married to someone and my sister came at someone so hard, I would say, "You know what maybe not let's let's temper that
1: you know I think if you it what's sad to me it's all about the money, but if, if that's the only reason why it's not because she has love of her family, it's that she works for her father, that's where their money and their income comes in, and so she feels like she has to. Uh, she has to honor that in some weird fucked up way. Um, But when you, especially when you marry someone and then marry them and have a child, I'm with you. You don't stand by them when they're wrong, but you also don't, you should, you can still always champion or cheerlead someone and still be truthful with them.
2: I agree, and I feel like you have to have their back.
1: Yeah, when someone in your family like
2: Jen comes at them. Yep. Um. And y'all, Jen is wearing some really orange foundation.
1: Uh, it's very orange.
2: Yeah it's it's not good. She's in a she's in a light that makes it look less orange, but she's if it was, she was in real light, it would be orange. Boy, no it would be like orange.
1: No women in that family look happy when their face is resting. It's true, they look just sick. Like they're so unhappy.
2: Um. Uh. And then they would show a clip of, uh, the 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 whole peasant food, and and, and Chuck is like, "Yeah, the people here learn, had learned to make food scraps food," and and Elizabeth is upset by it, but really doesn't even talk about it that much. She's like, "Well, that's the first time I've heard of that," which I call bullshit for. Yeah, and she's
1: like, "That was disappointing,"
2: because people heard about people, you know y'all she's on social media like a motherfucking hawk
1: y'all these people watch their shows they watch they
2: watch their shows
1: yeah she knows everything you say about her um sinjin came for her sinjin sinjin actually i mean he came for him a little bit i guess i just wanted to be harder he said it was insulting and that's kind of what
2: respect a new culture and then andre's like it's like like, this, he's like, of course they didn't think that. They don't have a culture. And that is the smartest thing anyone's ever said about these fucking people. They yeah. don't have a culture. They don't respect anything. Yeah. They only respect what they can show off with their own money. Yeah, that's true. Y'all, they are vile. If you're a fan of the podcasts or think that they are right,
1: stop listening to our show, honestly. I, 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 I You always say that. Like, if you're a fan... No one has ever said they're a fan. I think you're fine. It's
2: true. They're 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 pretty much uh, uh, resoundly despised.
1: Well, they're, you know, and it's so then they go into this whole dinner party thing. Libby starts crying while watching it, with her and Andre fighting afterwards, and Libby's like, "It's so bullshit." Because Libby's like, "It was just so aggressive," and I saw this side of him, and Chuck's like, "Oh, I'm offended by seeing that," but then. We hear a voice and it says, Mom, are you going to say something? Because it's not right. <laughs> it's not right, Mom. And then Debbie comes in and says, You guys push him and push him and push him. What the right. hell?
2: Libby, Libby, you need to say enough. Um, and again, y'all, Debbie, Debbie, Sinjin, and Tania were the MVPs of this tell all. Yeah. They didn't say a lot. But when they spoke, it spoke volumes. It
1: spoke volumes. And Andre, it, it just, it just, again, this came to nothing. And then even when we get his brother and his friend Radu and Marcel, um, we, I mean, we find out that they, he, they basically said the same thing. But we do find out that his brother and his friend don't even really know what Andre I did. They don't even know. They don't even know. Right,
2: and Rodu was like, "If they did anything wrong, if he did anything wrong, I would know." Um, And and I and I wrote this down. Why do they need to know so bad what is in his past? And I said, "Oh, it's because they're transactional. They only want to know of something about things they can have on other people." Yeah, because if you have something on someone, you can use them.
1: You can shame them. You can co-work. And yeah.
2: They're, they're transactional. That's the way they work.
1: Yep.
2: Um, that makes sense. And that's why they are absolute garbage.
1: The whole family. The whole family. And that's... It's interesting, too, that, like... So they kind of go, like, Sean even says, like, so no one knows the reason why I left Moldova. And they're like, no. And they're um, like, isn't that enough? And then Debbie says... It's none of your business what he did. Again. Agreed. Um, Unlikely voice of reason. And then uh, Pee-wee said, Don't tell him about the bodies, Mom. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> oh, I won't, Pee-wee. You're right. It's not your business either. None of their business either. But it is true that, like, it's um, not only none of their business, but, you know, Chuck says, or Charlie said, Well, we originally asked him as a joke, but then he got so defensive about that- it.
2: That's such bullshit. bullshit. That is they were they're looking for a way to make him mind. That's what they're because their whole family exists in this weird like power dynamic. Mm-hmm. Chuck is at the top and all the other kids are like fucking secession style gaming each other in a really fucked up Tampa way. Um I don't know what that would be. I guess I guess with Charlie you get Arrested for DUI and uh, something else, so many times, and he's the black sheep for a while. Then someone else gets arrested for a suspended license. And y'all, you can find all their mugshots online. That's what's so delicious about That's this. That's what I
1: still think should have been talked about. But again, because I think, like you said, I think Andre and Libby are part of an act, and Andre actually is probably, honestly, I don't. We talk about Libby's family being horrible. I don't think Libby and Andre are model citizens of piousness.
2: No, but I think Andre plays up a lot of how much he doesn't get along with the family. No, well. that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, I think probably he's in business with him, too, to make yep. money and doesn't give a fuck.
2: I want to talk about when Charlie basically says, you know what? Alcohol made me act like that at a party. and then, And then Sean Robbins is like, but you came for Andre when he was drunk. Uh, and he's like, "Well, alcohol is what you talk about, and uh, you know, uh, alcohol can do that to people." And I wrote down, "Stop blaming alcohol. Alcohol did nothing <laughs> to you. Alcohol is a lovely thing." Wow! It is only trying to help.
1: Wow! Uh, the views it's expressed by alcohol. if views by expressed by a poodle are not the views of all of Ninety Day Fiance or Ninety yeah, Day. It Day. Is. <laughs> Also, if you or your loved one has a problem drinking, feel free to uh, join our Sober Sissies group in our Facebook group.
2: You can do that. I'm just saying alcohol didn't intend to do anything to these people.
1: No, that's true. And Sean was right. He's a hypocrite because he literally said he shaded Andre for drinking so much prior. Just pieces Um, of shit.
2: Uh, I want to talk about the fact that Jen told uh, Andre, look at you, you're getting squirmish, which isn't a word. <laughs> Either squirmy or squeamish. Squirmish. You're getting squirmish.
1: squirmish. I mean, I don't, I'm not mad at that word. It kind of works.
2: Uh, You can't just make up words. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, here we go. Can't. And then and then I feel like I feel like for some reason like someone like paid Sean Robinson off to ask Chuck do you feel like a wallet Chuck? He's like yeah oh, I do. And then no,
1: acting But that's all he wants to be because Chuck right. knows he's a piece of shit and that's the only way he feels loved is when he's able to give money on somebody.
2: And then Angela's like I wish I'd been Chuck in my, day, in my youth. Ha <laughs> ha!
1: <laughs> and you know cause I'm telling y'all the reason why Chuck's not married he is buying hookers right and left,
2: yeah, I feel like too to,
1: to uh, love himself
2: uh, Angela was the Charles Nelson Riley of this episode. She was just always she was trying Jackie to always prove everything,
1: yeah, she was
2: um anyway, Andre's gonna get into real estate, which is perfect for him, perfect. Uh, because he could sell me anything.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah.
2: Anyway, that's all I've got about those two. Thank God. Um, should we jump into Angela and Michael? Sure. Um. So, they basically... Someone a- ate his
1: Mexican food too quick, and now you're shaking it off.
2: I haven't eaten it. I've you, just only eaten chips. You ate your chips. You're I, going because I'm I'm honestly my commitment to this podcast is such that I want to finish this before I eat. And so
1: that's the way it is. And that's the way it is.
2: Someone came for Celine Dion today on the way, on the Sissy Squad, by the way, and says,
1: when did she ever start looking like this? You need to you need to parse your words carefully, okay? Don't come for Celine. Do we need to put her on the Judy and Liza Manelli list?
2: Maybe I think she was mostly talking about how she looked, maybe her weight. Um, you know, Renee Angelil died. Give her a fucking break. That's a slippery slope, coming for Celine. Let's just say that. Um. So, uh, Angela is basically talking about, um. Uh, that she still got some trust issues and Michael's like yeah for when I did the BJ the BJ and she's like, I know I know when you do it y'all just like I've got BDF Angela knows like clairvoyance when someone blows her fiance. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's just like what someone's putting their lips on my boyfriend's dick yeah she knows. She's got the dick radar.
1: You know what? A lot of people do, and they just don't listen to it. Oh, I... We know. I know. Y'all, here's the thing, too. If
2: you're most... Especially women. Women are women. Women are more witchy than men. Um, your wife... If you're cheating, your wife knows. She knows. You might as well either beg her forgiveness or end it and say I'll never do it again because she knows or maybe say do we want to have an open marriage you know i don't know i i i'm not i'm not going to go there but know that hiding it from her is the worst thing you can do cuz she knows she already knows that shit
1: Ooh. she does um so, anyway anyway so um so anyway, so she says that Michael can be sneaky, and they talk about their trust issues. And then Libby's like, I gave you props for even stepping in that strip club. And Angel's like, I didn't even know what it was. And then they went to poor Michael. Y'all, Michael gave the dumbest excuse of saying, I did not look. I do not look at the strippers. I'm in the bar. I'm not looking at them. Y'all. Yeah, it's, y- y- you did. Even gay men look at them. Even I would be like, "Look at her titties! Look at the way they bounce!" Like, see, those are oh, just
2: so floppy. Good for her. And she basically says, "I dance with your friends," and 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 then and then, and then I think Sean Robinson asked Larissa, "Larissa, would you be offended if Eric danced with one of your one of your friends?" She's like, "No, I wouldn't care." She's like, oh, "These girls only want only want
1: money, <laughs> like her." <laughs> She respects a working girl.
2: That's the thing about Larissa, y'all. Larissa has been more of herself than anybody on this show.
1: She has. I'm really she sad that like she's going to be leaving. I'm going to be sad that she's leaving.
2: Because I can't imitate her anymore. I'm very upset
1: about it. Um. So, so Michael basically says, he, L- Larissa, and so Michael's like, well, you know, I had a dance. I had a... um." Oh, and that's when Libby said she would know because is a fucking stripper. What? Right. Um, um, Michael said, uh, well, I had a lap dance when I was in college. He's like, I had lap dance when I was in college. And then Angela goes, uh, uh, what? He's like, yeah, y'all, if they literally have nothing to fight about, that Angela has to be mad at him for getting a lap dance in college. Then it's, it's, it, to tell her. y'all, it's time for them to leave this franchise because their interesting plot lines are done.
2: I agree. I totally agree. Um, uh, so the next, next thing we're talking about is, or sorry, uh, she says something about, uh, oh, oh, I know what it is. Angela's got the worst word art on her wall.
1: She has word art and wolf pillows.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There's this word art cluster on the wall. I knew you were going to say this. uh, It's like trust, (laughs) dignity, don't go to bed angry. (laughs) I think I'm making that one up. But it was like, love, fraternity, heart, reality. It was terrible.
1: It was not great.
2: Uh, anyway, of course, Angela has word on, on her wall. It just proves my point. And it
1: wasn't even a painting. It was like cheap stencils that you put on it was the terrible. wall.
2: Absolutely terrible. It was not Absolutely great. terrible. Um, and then when they showed the video of her wedding, Angela had to leave because she broke down because Michael said she was thinking about her mom
1: so that's when we saw the wolf pillows there was a lot of wolf pillows
2: <laughs> yo you can get your wolf pillows at your if your
1: nearest cracker barrel angela probably oh. it's true angela probably thinks that wolf pillows are like her like spirit or some shit like that or
2: they're pretty terrible
1: they're pretty terrible um so y'all they have to they're still got a ways to go though they're she can't fly over there now because of COVID and they still gotta wait and a year then, after yeah. yeah, they've gotta wait a year after COVID ends to even be together.
2: Um that's all I got about those two. There's not a lot, you guys. The tell all absolutely did nothing.
1: It didn't do anything. Stories.
2: I also yeah. feel like that they told they expounded upon all of this so much that we did not need a tell all. We definitely did not need a three part tell all. No, oh, The only part that did get interesting was the Colt and Jess one, because I don't feel like we heard all the details.
1: Let's jump in.
2: Let's jump into this. So um, they asked, uh, she asked, uh, Sean asked Colt, how do you feel about her? And he's like, you know, she might as well be a stranger. It's, um, Jess, you just wanted to change me. Uh, You know, what did you... What did, you, what did you love about me, sweetheart? Y'all, every time he said sweetheart, I felt my dick shrivel up. It's it true. It was so gross.
1: It was so, so gross. Um, Debbie it was gets a power up. power move. And it felt, also felt mocking and eh. It was gross. Debbie ended up leaving. Sean was <laughs> like... By it, yeah, and Sean was like, Did Colt break your heart? and Jess said, Yes, like she's still hurt by it, right? Um, and Larissa's like,
0: Liar, <laughs>
1: <laughs> boy, Larissa, she's gonna be that embarrassing mom at her child's basketball game,
2: yeah. Um, and so then she's uh, Colt is still talking to Jess, mm-hmm. and she, she's saying to him, You manipulate people. You're no good. You're not a good man. And he's like, what do you mean I'm manipulating you? He's gaslighting her terribly.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah.
2: He's he's basically saying,
1: that's when she says, good morning, my dick. And they're talking about his dick. Sean and- Robinson asked him, like, so you're sending pictures to yep. these women? He's like, well, they send me pictures to them, and I just want to be nice.
2: And here's what she, here's, like, this is the worst statement of this part, one, you guys. I just send pictures in my dick because that's what I do for affection when I don't think my girlfriend wants to be in a relationship with me anymore. So he basically blames Jess yes. for his his uncontrollable thumb oh. to send a dick pic to
1: all these women. Bless oh, his heart. So, so sad. So sad. That poor thumb must be so tired from just sending them dicks. listen, it's not because you want affection. As someone
2: who sent a couple dick pigs in my time, <laughs> dick pics in my time, it's not what you want affection. You want immediate uh first of all, you want someone
1: to come over. Mm-hmm. It ain't nothing about affection. Y'all, it's like the bat signal at 10 p.m. Of- <laughs> at 10 p.m., just all the dick pics go out on Grindr and we everybody <laughs> has <laughs> Piano cat, piano cat, piano cat, piano cat, piano cat. Ba 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 ba
2: ba 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 piano cat. Ba 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 piano cat. I'm finding them all. Bing 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 bing. It's True. That's me collecting them like Super Mario brothers coins.
1: Yeah, I was thinking more like a pinball, like they're just fucking you all around and you're going bing. So, and then every so often you fall down a hole. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's just like life. <laughs> and then sometimes into a pipe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 um
2: so Angela, even Angela's like Charles Delson again. I wish you'd sent me one. You don't, Angela. You don't it's we've all, y'all, you can Google Culty stick pick. And, and you, you can see it.
1: And then you can regret
2: it. It's not nice. It's one that would make you regret you'd ever seen. You, you'd uh-huh. actually say, "If what, what if that was the only penis you ever saw? Would I even like penis?
1: And you must be honest, I would. And you would think that that's all they are. Oh, my God. Is that all there is? Is that all
2: there is? I'm very Shantuzzi tonight.
1: Oh, God.
2: Um, anyway, so Larissa was a big confession. This was the big one. Larissa said, he sent dick pics to other women when he was married to me. So this is not just
1: a Jess thing. And she's like, I have the I have the pictures. Jess is like, you are a bad person. And then, uh, and then Debbie says, probably the biggest gaslight, but, Larissa, you two are, she says, like, you two are in a club. Why Why would you call her and destroy you this relationship? you have to ruin his relationship. You destroyed the relationship, not me.
2: Yeah, it's really disturbing. It's because um, it was
1: me, Mom.
0: I did it.
2: <laughs> We're also going to find out, it, it was only slightly announced, but he did not deny it, that
1: uh he slept with Vanessa while he was dating um See they're going to talk about it next episode and that would be a little more enlightened but even this was just all just a rehashing of the same shit yeah. and then they're teasing Vanessa
2: Um the next I am fine to go on with the next couple if you want to
1: Yeah all we have is Kalani and Swailo that's it
2: Yeah you guys honestly I was I was kind of really frustrated that we were made to watch this um it's just awful.
1: It wasn't so, good. And it's a shame it, cuz some Tell Alls have been really good. Yeah. Remember
2: like the the um before the 9 days like season 2 Tell All?
1: That was a good one. Oh, when Paul, Paul asked for the fraternity test of the baby during the, the Tell All. What did I say? Fraternity. Oh, I'm tired. Sorry. And the baby goes, Kappa Alpha." Yeah. <laughs> pierre
0: new phi epsilon
2: i know that's the nerdy music one don't even go there
1: i don't even know any other fraternities wow
2: you did not you didn't got gamma gamma
1: gamma delta 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 that's all i know those are sororities okay
2: and that you would know those
1: the I, I, uh, fraternities are. Uh, did did you not oh, have a Greek system? Oh wait, no. I went. There was a I would go fucka in a assa. I don't know what that is. Fuck. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, they were quite Mew, Greek.
2: Mu fucka mu fucka mu. Yes, it's true. <laughs> Um. Let's jump into Dick Kalani <laughs> So they're together, and he's back, but she's basically like, "This is not good." Um. No. He says that, or she says that he's going to volleyball and his Samoan dance and playing volleyball every day except for Sunday, and she's like, "He's not good with masks." You guys, Kalani is. I would not be surprised if Kalani was diagnosed with PTSD, the way she's kind of shut down.
1: Well, something's going on because, honestly, at this point, y'all, if you're at a point where your husband isn't even concerned about the welfare of your family and your children, like their physical welfare, he's not ever going to grow up. He's not ever going to come around.
2: But even her affect, could you see how she couldn't even...
1: And he's not making a lot of money. Like, he's making no money. And so I'm like, honey, snap out of it. Like, let this horse right. die. Let it die. And Kalani's mom has a pre-existing condition.
2: And then Lisa, the, her mom shows up. And Kalini, everyone's favorite. Everyone's sassiest favorite. I love her. Kalini and Kalani need to be on
1: fucking pillow talk. What? I'd watch fuck? that. I'd watch that.
2: Um, Let's anyway. be
1: honest. I'd watch Asuelu's mother and Tammy on Pillow Talk too.
2: <laughs> he just he just needs to get money.
1: Kalani, <laughs> I don't care about the kids. And then her mom just, would say, "I'm done with this show. We leave now in the middle of Pillow Talk."
2: <laughs> I need money. That's what
1: I want. Lots of money. Um. So basically, so that's kind of where they are. Asuelu's being a dumbass. Um, and then she makes this example of like Asuelu doesn't like, like it's a this is like where there's like a processing like we've talked about. There's a processing or kind of a mental issue with Asuelu because he's upset that she will that she sniffs the milk because they don't do that in Samoa. Yet he feels like that's dangerous or whatnot. But yet no, he I feel
2: like That's him.
1: no He sniffs the
2: milk. No.
1: Oh, I thought she was saying that that's a... Some, come out of Samoan, sis. It's bad luck to sniff the milk.
2: Uh, I thought it was him. Oh. And she's like, that's superstitious.
1: Oh. I don't know.
2: Um. Anyway, so Asuelo is basically
1: talking... You're tired. Let me finish this. Wait, is your uh, phone by the microphone? Because it's staticky. Move it. It got static. It's not by the phone. It's not by the phone. Oh, what well, sounds fine. Y'all, we're not editing editing that out. We're gonna keep going. <laughs> Cause I don't need another sound file to get confused about. So, um,
2: Aswelu basically says, uh, you know, you can um uh there's no difference between going out to get groceries and volleyball and unlikely voice of reason. <sighs> Tania. God, I hate saying this. Well, groceries are essential and that's kind of something you need to do. God, I, I fucking
1: hate it that she's right. She, I, She's right. She looks beautiful. I don't know what's happening.
2: Even Sinjin looks good. So, uh, Sinjin, uh, no, I'm sorry, Lisa. Lisa goes fucking off on him. She's like, you know what? Uh, it's obviously you don't care about anybody but yourself. This isn't
1: going to last. Uh,
2: and after they see the video, after he sees the video of, of our favorite Don't Walk Away From Me video that we did mm-hmm. on uh, on Instagram, the uh, asuela goes, wow, I hadn't seen that. Um, that really makes me very upset. And they, they even say, and, and Sean says to Kalini, uh, what do you think? She's like, well, I'm just kind of looking forward
1: to when it's over. Wow. She's and, just like numb. You're right. It's like a PTSD. She's just numb. Yeah. Well, no, I was talking about Kalani, not Kalani. Oh, oh well. I think she's actually kind of. She's just. Say her her mom and her sister. I think it's traumatic for them because she keeps like trying to work it out with this guy, and they're just. Right. That's hard. That is so hard. I agree.
2: Um. So then Moneybags and Tammy come in. Here they come. And uh, and it's just nuts. And Kalini, Kalini says, I could beat the fuck out of you, Tammy. And then they fight. And Moneybags is like, if, they have, if he had enough money, he could give me some money. She did. Uh, it's the same arguments. No one's gone but, anywhere since episode one,
1: exactly. you guys. Lisa does say... I agree with that, though. She's like, my husband and I do that to this day. Yeah. We send what we can send after we take care of family. And you're thankful for what you get. But we do that.
2: Right. And she's like, but we don't do it to the the degree you do. Um, And Asuelu basically says, I was upset. I was upset that they talked to my wife that way. And he said, they don't like my kids and they want me to divorce. So evidently maybe he hasn't seen it or maybe he didn't process it in that way.
1: I don't know. I love that Kalini came for Tammy because Tammy kept saying, it's none of your business, Kalini. It's none of your – and she's like, um, but it's you- – you. Kalini asked her again, how much money do you – How much
2: you-? do you spend?
1: Uh, uh, and then she even said too, like, um, you're saying it's none of my business, but you're fucking coming after your brother to give money. Right. It shouldn't be any of your business.
2: Um, money bags, by the way, looked like she was dressed in something from the Liza collection. I don't know what was going on there. It was like had a lot of jewels on it. I didn't mind it. Um, anyway, that's the show. That's all we have. Uh, so we're going to step into our spotlight. Do we have one? We're going to step into our spotlight. Do we have one? Maybe. (laughs) We'll be back. We'll be right back. We'll see.
4: Hello, Queens. It's me, Heather Motherfucking Torres. Y'all came at me, and y'all wished me happy birthday and gave me lots of love that I greatly appreciate. It made my day so special, but I couldn't express that because I was in Facebook jail. So I'm coming at you, saying I received the love, I feel the love, I love the love. So thank you, everybody. Thank you for making my day great. I just want to remind you all that I'm having that online burlesque show on October 1st, and there's still spots available, so come at me. I need your alter ego to come pay us a visit, and I want to give Matt some love and light and some healing vibes to Daddy Mar, and I want to give Libra Libra blessings. I've had too much cake. I can't even breathe right now as I leave this message. Libra blessings, Jake. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, squad. I'm
1: going to go have some more cake and just go into a coma. Thanks. Bye. Okay. You thought we were going to do it without singing the song, didn't you?
2: (laughs) I I tried to talk through it. Y'all. That was Sissy Squad. Favorite Heather Torres. She had a birthday this week. And I don't know if you were, if you are like me. I thought her voice would sound like Jessica Rabbit.
0: I did too. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, Unfortunately,
2: it's not like it is much like a normal woman's voice. I thought she'd be like, hey, boys, I just got out of an alley. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, boys. But anyway, we're glad she had a fun birthday
1: and... She's everything we could want and more. She is. She did hawk her shit in a sissy spotlight. Well, and we're it... not. We're, we're not fans of that shit. Now, let it slide once, but don't hawk your shit. But we love you, Heather. Um, all right, let's jump on to our Patreon. Oh wait, no, our our Gaetrian. No, our, our No, our... our... art,
2: <laughs> y'all. Ah! It's, it's only eleven thirty, but it seems like it's three thirty in the morning for him. <laughs>
1: This is our... <laughs> our sissy shout, <laughs> sissy shout out. Out. Oh, I'm oh, first.
2: I'm yeah,
1: and I'm just sitting here waiting because I'm starving. I told you I, before. Anyway, our sissy shout-out goes to this. I have the letter G. Our, yes, our, it goes to the letter G. And my sissy, it goes out to... No gusta okay. No gusta That is their actual name in the Sissy Squad. No gusta It's three words for you, non-Spanish speakers.
2: You always use the letter F.
1: You just got that. No, I I
2: just did get
1: that. Yeah, I, You know, I stick. That's I so lazy. I, I. No one will ever say that I don't stick to what I know. Uh, I just think it's lazy, but that's fine um no fe gusta and no fe gusta is um no fe gusta she is actually um doesn't speak a lick of spanish in fact <laughs> she doesn't even know what no fe gusta means. she just thought it, she saw it on um on the chest of a guy that was fucking her and thought it sounded oh. pretty. And so she legally changed her name to No gusta And so now she um she works at a DMV and it's very complicated because people, especially people that speak Spanish, they'll say, boop, number 34, No gusta And they're like, what? <laughs> they don't give out her name. Where, where do I go? And they're like, no, they're they're like saying no you go talk to teller number 20 tell on the line 20 what's her name no no Fagusta. where where do i go no Gusta." and so it's like who's on first but at the dmv but with really pissed off people that are working there it's there are there her coworkers can't stand her they're trying to get her fired they steal her food in the refrigerator so y'all Take a lesson from No Gusta. Pay attention in your Spanish class in high school.
2: <laughs> that was just sad, more than anything else. Um my sissy shout out goes out to Joanne Hodges Landers. Joanne Hodges Landers. See, but you could say Joanne Hodges Fanders. But that doesn't even sound like a surname.
1: Fine.
2: Joanne Hodges Granders.
1: <laughs> Ooh, okay, I like that one.
2: Joanne Hodges <laughs> Granders. Okay, I like that. Um, uh, so, y'all, Joanne has always fancied herself a, an amateur cook and mm. she she lives uh she lives in an area where they have grandies oh. you know the biscuit place
1: cinnamon buns say no more and
2: her surname is granders so she thought it'd be perfect if she could be there and uh and and make biscuits it just seems like a perfect fit however um the big issue here is every job that joanne has ever worked at she's fucked her manager oh so strangely enough when she applies for a job at Grandy's, it seems perfect for her granders grandy's. however her manager is a woman Oh. And she doesn't know what to do because she's never even – she's like, I have to fuck my manager. If I'm going to work in this job, I have to fuck my manager. It can be like me putting, like, frosting over the cinnamon raisin biscuits, and I have to fuck my – I have to suck my manager's
1: dick. And the manager at our grandies was Llewellyn Baker, and she was not pretty. You are not talking now.
0: <laughs>
1: this
2: is my story.
1: Just saying.
2: Anyway. So she's like, what do I do? She went in like a whole like soul searching thing. Do I like girls? Do I not like girls? And she finally decided, you know what? This is bigger than me. This is what I have to do. If I'm going to work at this Grandy's, I've got to eat my manager's pussy.
1: Just for the good of humanity. You know what? I would almost maybe do that for one of those cinnamon rolls hot out of the oven. So anyway, I'm going to keep ignoring you because this is. A- <laughs> I'm glad this just these spotlights all about food because you're hungry.
2: Um. Anyway, so she goes. Finally, she's she's having her interview, and the woman says, "You know, I think you might be the best employee we'd ever had, but I can't hire you." Because I have very strict rules about fucking my help. Then Joanne like lost her mind. It was this this kind of like weird epiphany. And she went, wait, I don't have to fuck my manager. That means that when I was working at Mel's Diner with that waitress Flo, I did not have to fuck my my boss Mel. And she goes back all the way through all the diners she'd worked at. And she's like, thank you, Pam. Thank you, Pam, for liberating me. And you know what? She went on to run for office. And she is now a senator, a state senator in Texas. And she uh, she is passing laws that you don't need to fuck your boss anymore. I know everyone thinks you need to fuck your boss at every serving job you have, but you don't need to. However, in the bedroom, she still makes her husband um, play her boss. You know how there's- a shout out. That was going somewhere, but then it went dirty again.
1: You know how there's like a movie and then it ends and you think that's when the movie ends and they're like, <laughs> but wait, we're going to put the hat on the hat and just keep telling the story.
2: Hat on a hat is my third autobiography.
1: Y'all, and that's the show. That's the show. Y'all, you know what you can
2: do for us uh, in the next couple of weeks? What's the one thing that's very important that's coming up in, in November 3rd?
1: Uh, <laughs> <a> review. uh <laughs> I review. Oh, I was going to say, fuck your boss. Oh, November no, 3rd. Vote. Rock
2: the vote. Y'all, go to rockthevote or vote.org and you can see what's happening in your state. You can vote early. You can vote by mail. You can vote on election day. But you, it's different in every state. So you need to plan your vote. It's so important because you guys, voting in 2020 is the most important election we've had in a really long time. I Two, two candidates could not be more different. So you need to be educated and know where you are.
1: I uh, signed up for early voting because I'm not going to be in California. Um, do you know how long it took me to do that? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> it took me three minutes,
2: and I'm voting by mail. And in California, they send you a ballot. So, or it as someone take long. In politics says, just they just
1: send it out ballots,
2: which is not really happening.
1: It's not really happening. But either way, no matter who you vote for, if you don't vote, then you can't bitch. So, exactly.
2: I don't want to hear a fucking word out of anybody if you didn't vote
1: exactly another thing well before you can eat your burrito we want to remind people please leave a review on, on apple podcast we really appreciate it. it really helps grow the show get us out there just five stars and write whatever you want to write even if you're hungry and you can't keep think. going queens right keep going queens you can also get merch our merch store is actually on sale right now they told us so you can get still um poodles working on that home collection still but you can go Ed, i need to talk to patrick he still hasn't got- it's going to be 90daygays.com is where you're going to go for all of our merch or other shows you guys we've announced this to our Patreon. we're announcing it to you we are doing sweet tea southern charm we are covering Woo! that show we're doing it, you whores. Um, we didn't want to, but as soon as we heard a cast member say, "Catherine, you have white privilege," we leaned in. I was into
2: it. I was. I was not into seeing the same people, and it looks like a very different show this season. So, y'all, Sweet Tea's coming back. It's coming back October.
1: If we're not subscribed. Go ahead and watch binge the rest of last season. But we've only did one. We because we just started on the show last year, so you've only got one season of us to binge. The new episodes of Sweet Tea that uh, is going to come out on October 29th. So be sure to check that out. And Poodle, we call these people Lonely Hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts wanting to eat our burrito?
2: I have nothing because this episode was so shitty. Um, here, I'll say this. Um, uh, 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 yes. And if you have an abscessed teeth that we're only going to call Angela's ash abscess. Call us.